Hey, Bethel family! Thanks for joining us today as we engage Proverbs and Ecclesiastes. We hope this study equips you with wisdom as you engage your community, whatever you find yourself this summer. Hi there, this is Nancy O'Brien, and today we're in Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verses 1 through 8. So friends, it is my great honor to bring to you a fairly exhaustive list of all the ways getting old just kind of sucks. Your eyesight fades, your hearing goes, your teeth don't chew like they used to, your balance is wobbly, you don't sleep well, going out at night or into more physically challenging places is harder, your hair turns white, appetites of various kinds are not what they once were, and then we die. And what is the end result of all of this according to the teacher? Futility. All is futility. Well, that was cheery. We live, we get old, our bodies fail, and then we die. And it was all futile. But let's back up just a little bit. I want to read the end of chapter 11 in the first verse of chapter 12. Rejoice, young man, while you are young, and let your heart be glad in the days of your youth. And walk in the ways of your heart and in the sight of your eyes. But know that for all these things, God will bring you judgment. Remove sorrow from your heart and put away pain from your flesh, because youth and the prime of life are fleeting. So remember your creators in the days of your youth, before the days of adversity come and the years approach when you will say, I have no delight in them. So when we look at what comes right before this list of afflictions of old age, we start to get a more complete picture of what the teacher is saying. There's an art to our lives. When we're young, it's easy to be filled with the joy of youth and give little thought to who made us or why we're here or what the ultimate end of all things will be. But as the teacher says, years roll by and days of adversity come. And when they come, how you have prepared your heart in the days of your youth will inform how you respond to those adversities. Verse 12.1 says, remember your creator in the days of your youth. And I think what he's reminding us is that in whatever season of youth we're in, we need to take a moment and remember who we are, how we got here. We're not a product of our own creation. We are children of God. He created us. He directed our steps. Where we are, what we are doing is by his design, and whatever joy we are experiencing is by his will. It's easy to see life like a mountain path. We start off at the bottom, and we climb up and up until we reach the top, and then we have what is hopefully a slow descent into the valley of death. But that's not God's perspective on our lives, and that's not his desire or his design. Every breath we take is a gift from God and it's an opportunity to proclaim his goodness and glory. I'm not as strong as I used to be, but God is good, and my weakness forces me to interact with young people and ask them to help me carry things. When I was 20, those were tasks that I would have done alone, but now they're tasks that I have to do with someone else. And while we're working, I ask them about their lives and often give them probably unwanted advice. My mother is nearing the end of her life, and her memory is starting to fail. But God is good, and what she does remember are good times. She remembers her parents, friends, my father, and me. These are bittersweet days for me, as I look more directly into the future and see not only the end of her life, but in reflection the end of my own life. I see more clearly how my past and present are forming my future, and I'm reminded every day that my choices matter. How I approach this season will change what comes next. How I meet today's adversities inform and change who I will be tomorrow. 
Getting older is not easy, but I don't think it is, as Dylan Thomas called it, a dying of the light, but rather more of a stripping away of the things that this world values. Beauty, strength, independence, leaving us more and more reliant on the things that God values, his presence, his grace, the community that he's given us. And if your perspective is earthly, then yes, the teacher is right. This is all futile. But if you shift your perspective and look at things from God's point of view, then a life that becomes more and more reliant on God, a life that glorifies him rather than us, is a cause for celebration. There are good, even great things in this world, but it is not where we're meant to be. The sooner we adjust our perspective, the sooner we remember who our creator is, the sooner we shift our focus from a God-centered pers- to a God-centered perspective, and we can appreciate this world, this life, for the gift that it is, but at the same time, keep our focus on God's work and God's purpose. And the more we do that, the easier it becomes to face the trials that will inevitably come. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, it is so easy to be carefree and careless when life is simple and easy. And it is equally easy to be despondent and defeated when adversity strikes. But we know that you are there walking with us, guiding us, regardless of our circumstances. My prayer today for all of us is that our awareness of your presence and your gifts would be heightened, that our circumstances would not govern our desire to glorify you, that in all seasons of life, our first and our last response would be to praise you. May our lives bring glory to you today and every day. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. Listen in tomorrow as we encourage each other with the wisdom of God's Word. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so because we would love to continue to dive into God's Word with you. We would also like the chance to connect further with you. If you go to Bethel.ch, you will find all sorts of ways to serve, worship, and learn together. Finally, please consider sharing this podcast with your friends by word of mouth or on social media. Thanks, family. God bless you. Gracias y que Dios te bendiga.